Hello and welcome. My guests are Kixty and Boyfriend, a band led by Kevin Rogers, based out of suburban New Jersey. I spoke with the group ahead of the release of their debut album, Christ's Night Out, about how suburban life has affected their lives and their art. First, here's the pines from this session. guys thank you so much so i feel like we should start with some full disclosure <laughs> we uh are, we're friends yeah i recorded your album <laughs> yes <laughs> which is of course because i love your music and that's also why i wanted to interview you. Oh, shit. 
Um, Brian hit me. <laughs> Dan, I'm just standing with a bass guitar just to prove that he uh, is a bassist in this band. Well. <laughs> I, I mean, you know? uh, he's talking. But uh, so the record that is currently being mixed by Dave Downham is called Christing It Out. And there's a lot of recurring themes on it. The most obvious one being religion. Uh, was that uh, conscious that you wanted to have that throughout? Yeah, I listened to a lot of uh, art rock, like ridiculously pretentious cheeseball music. Uh-huh. And it's always got a ridiculous theme. And so I automatically thought of music in a theme where every song had to be about like one thing together. And I wanted to... I guess portray what it's like to live in my town and see all your friends become drug addicts and how it makes you crazy. And one of the biggest crazy things in the world is Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's funny because I actually was going to ask about growing up in, I guess, Hinella near N- Magnolia. Straf- Magnolia. Yes. Uh, so I guess that obviously had a really big impact on the songs. Yeah, the towns we live in are like really small but close to like drug-addled towns, I guess, <laughs> as ridiculous as that is. But there's a lot of apartments where all our friends ended up growing up and going there to hang out in high school. And a lot of them do pills or dope and things like that. And it's just kind of a fucked up thing to see something I grew up in be so rotten mm-hmm. when I thought it was so beautiful. I don't know. Um, when we first met, you said something about your music being sad, and I feel like people are often really, really uh, like hesitant to slap labels on themselves, or people often squirm at certain words mm-hmm. if they're written about in articles or something. So I'm wondering what made you like so comfortable with that description. I don't know. I think everybody likes to judge and call something anything. And everybody is scared to call themselves anything now because you're just waiting for somebody to tell you you're wrong about it. <laughs> and I feel like there's just so many like pretentious punk rock kids and hipster kids that have to tell you what you are, and you're scared of that. And they're completely <laughs> against record companies, which made money just slapping labels on things, but they're just not making money. So it's worse to be that kind of guy. So I might as well just front myself and tell everybody I'm depressing as fuck. <laughs> Um, should we, uh, meet the band? I want to ask about Yeah, talk to John <laughs> Barrett or Brian. Not really. <laughs> Does everyone want to say their name and hi and what they play? <laughs> hey, I'm, um, hi. <laughs> that was John. Yeah, that was somebody. Wait, did it pick it up? Can you guys, like, talk in synchronous when you do this? <laughs> I'm Brian. Is it, is it working? Yeah. Feet your instrument. I play bass. I'm Jamie. I also play bass. Yes, and then I'm Quinn, aka Red Velvet. <laughs> this is why we don't get. And I play the drums. <laughs> um, so it's technically Kickstand Boyfriend is technically a solo project. How do you figure out who, what the parts should be? Is it all? Are you dictating it, or do you guys kind of come? It's to not it really. I I called it a s- solo project at the beginning. I never really changed that, <laughs> but it was just. But I wrote the album and then just played it with them and let them write whatever they thought would be cool to it because I didn't think it was that cool in the beginning. So then I could actually think their parts were cool while I was listening to my own music. So it works like that, yeah. 
So now you consider it a collaborative project. You just yeah, and now <laughs> I can listen to it and not feel like an asshole because I'm listening to myself. I'm listening to them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Do you guys want to play another song? Surely. Cool. This song's called yes, Dear sir. Dog. Cool. Um, 
So we talked a bit about the uh, themes and everything, but I'm wondering where the title of the album specifically came from, Christ's Night Out. <sighs> Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> That's an acceptable answer. I don't know. Um, the best thing, I don't know if I should describe what it means. If there should be disclaimers about what this album really is or not, but... That's up to you, Greg. Do you want uncut or do you want? I mean, we could vague. always. I uh, you could tell me whatever you want. We could always cut it up later, and uh, we'll decide if we should leave it in. Let's go. All right. Well, um, I don't know. I guess I, I heard my friend, talking about religious things, just high as hell out of his mind, and he said that we were, the, oh, what is it, the Holy Trinity. Uh huh. And that he was Jesus Christ, and I thought that was ridiculous that he would name himself Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was very pretentious. And he ended up dating that girl who I dated, and I was very upset about that. So it was a very fuck you, Jesus. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Thing, you know? It was a very angry record. Interesting. Uh. A lot of people who do acid end up becoming like really annoying. Burnt out and weird. Burnt out and weird or <laughs> yeah. like annoying and hippie-ish. Oh my God, I hate that. <laughs> do you, do you feel what are you like trying to say here, man? Nothing. Well, no, I'm yeah. wondering, do you feel like, I mean, it obviously influenced the album a lot. Do you feel like, uh, is it just that one song, The Pines, or has it affected, do you, is that one incident kind of the inspiration for the whole album? It was just very surreal. Mm -hmm. So it affected it. And I have a really f dark mind, the way I think of things. <laughs> Everything has to be creepy. Uh -huh. So me, high as hell, is very creepy. Mm -hmm. So it's not at all about walking through <laughs> fields of flowers and having a good time. It's about walking to the Walmart and seeing the creepiest guy ever <laughs> trying to sell you Kit Kats and whatnot. You know? Yeah, And then you see the guy at the apartment complex, doped up, talking about his friend Jay, who needs Coke. And I don't know where to find Coke. So... <laughs> Tuzis apparently Tuzis, is a yeah, drug shack. If anybody's looking, There's you're about to like blow all these people up. You're gonna have a lot of enemies if you keep revealing all these locations. Why don't we just be honest with everybody? <laughs> the guy, don't We're worry, the guys who real, sold drugs man. at the Pines left. Don't worry, they don't, they don't live there anymore. <laughs> they went underground. Um, I swear I'm not asking this question to just stroke my own ego. Do it. But I'm wondering what. Yeah, one of the reasons I was willing to record the album with you is because I, it was very clear that you had a very clear vision for what you wanted it to be. And I'm wondering how you would have been able to make the album if uh, this handsome prince hadn't uh, run it in and saved the whole thing. Wow. Oh, man. That's a good question, honestly. It would have probably been recorded on my iPhone uh -huh. in my bedroom with no drums. Uh -huh. And I probably would have done all the guitar on it. So it would have been really like cheesy, simple cutout. And uh, it would have been the worst thing in the world. Well, now if you end up not liking it for it being overproduced, you're going to blame me. Exactly. <laughs> so we can blame you in that turn. And if I didn't have a record, it would be me. <laughs> and uh, as you know, we've been sitting on it for a while because we're trying to get the fucking thing mixed. And I'm just wondering how anxious are you to have it out already? <laughs> Uh, I started writing the second album. I'd like <laughs> to get it out just so I can play the second album and not feel like a jerk. But now I'm anxious about it because I thought it was cool for a while, but now I moved on. You know, oh, everybody no. moved on from Christ Night Out. And I already did. 
So it's healthier for me at this point. Interesting. Because I can't be mad. <laughs> Nobody likes me. Uh, is there anything else you guys want the world to know? I think John Barrett and Quinn should get some of uh, their ideas of this album because I'm, I'm interested in thinking <laughs> and to know what they think this is about. You know? Because Brian and Jamie are bases. They just, they just sit around all day <laughs> and complain <laughs> about everything. There's not enough bass solos. <laughs> Talk about ridiculous, dude. Sorry, man. That was Steve, all Steve Erke. <laughs> so what, what do you want us to say, Kevin? What's Christ Night Out? What, to us? Yeah. That's my question. Well, uh, I'm going to be honest. Oh, I like geez. some songs on it. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Vague. It's, it's, a, nice. it's a birth child of choice blanket. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's not. <laughs> no, but honestly, yeah, I meant that though. Honestly, <laughs> I think uh, I think it's time to get it out. I actually did uh, write everything for it. I did play <laughs> drums. I wrote the lyrics. And the thing is, is I did it, but it was still. He is like, the right, kickstand like, boyfriend. Let's now. say this is a movie. All right, let's say it's a movie. Sto- a story would be by Kevin Rogers, written and directed by me. <laughs> if you get what I mean. But it's still like Kevin said. You know, what I mean, it's still his. It's still his image. Uh. <laughs> it's a good album, though. I it will is, say, it like, is. I will say, it is a, for a first album, it's a great stepping stone, and it just makes a lot of sense yeah, front to back. I don't know. Actually, how did you guys converge? Because as you said, I mean, it's a uh, very Magnolia is really, really, really small, right? So, what are the odds that you would find high school like-minded people Sterling high school, who have yeah. similar instruments? In- yeah. Well, I met this <laughs> yeah, guy yeah, Jeremy over on the couch, <laughs> and he thought I was way cooler than I really was in high school. <laughs> And told everybody he knew me, and I went to all these parties, and it was totally a lie. I was just really confident in myself. <laughs> so then everybody was stoked to meet me, and Quinn thought I was an asshole the first time I met him. Really? I complimented his red hair, and he thought I was being sarcastic and like, <laughs> really douchey. And then, yeah, I called Tyler Greasy. That was douchey. He had, he had greasy hair, and I had greasy hair. But anyway. I remember when I first met you. You want to tell that story, or should I tell that story? You should. Well, I met John in the Wawa, and I heard stories about John. Because he kept say, he, Best he would say hi player. to me by name every time, and I didn't know who the hell he was, and I heard I knew his name. he was really good at Guitar Hero, <laughs> and that he hated people who smoke pot. Interesting. So hypocrite. I felt weird that I couldn't say anything about him smoking pot, <laughs> and now he smokes more pot than anybody in the band. But uh, yeah, no, I started hanging out with Quinn a lot, and then I started going over to his house with John, and I told him I play guitar, and I played really amateur bass lines to music they already made. Because I didn't know anything about music, that and that's the band, that was the band Tom Cruise experience. That was the Tom Cruise experience. It was a surf rock band <laughs> before surf rock was cool. Our biggest hit was Risky Business. We better play that for a for a kickstand boyfriend. <laughs> That'd be nice. Killer. Cool. Nothing else you want the yeah. What are the bases world mostly? to know? Yeah. I, know I keep thinking. About what is this what album I'm about to you guys I, right now? I'm, all I'm thinking about is how I met you. Tell <laughs> 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 that story. Well, I just like, my belt right now. I just like walked out of school one day. I've been really listening to Bob Dylan like a lot lately, and I just like see Kevin Rogers for like the first time, and he's just like leaned it. We're not allowed to smoke in the school parking lot. <laughs> this guy is just kicked up against his buddy's jeep, <laughs> smoking a cigarette, wearing a leather jacket. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like a greaser. That's literally. That's and, I and I never talked to him before at all, and I just went up and I was like, "You man, you are." The coolest guy I've ever seen. <laughs> and I just told him. And from then on, we just we hung out really soon after that. For some reason, I, we just... It was fate. And that's what I can say. It was beautiful. <laughs> my hero in that story. I've got a tear in my eye. Right now, yeah. 
right. Brian, you got anything to say? You're the second bassist. Come on, Brian. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> I think the album's good, too. <laughs> no, I like good. the album. Brian didn't even Whatever you want. If you have nothing to add, you don't have Brian to add something. Do but he doesn't even play bass live. Like it's yeah, just John actually plays it that, <laughs> I, that I made, and, it's just like, and he just acts like he's playing it. It's all a great illusion. That's so he's like actually, John's actually a great band, magician. Too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you want to tell fart jokes? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Do you have a joke? Can you at least oh offer a joke? Yeah. Say a joke. Personality. Well, doesn't I just mean on the level of a fart joke? All right, let's what go. What does music have in common with candy? What? what? You throw out the rappers. Uh, <laughs> towards rappers. I think that's honestly. Sorry. No. Rude and close minded, no. honestly. Yeah, honestly. That was a bad joke. I'm sorry I let him do that. Now you guys know Brian. Way to go, Brian. Way to go. Thanks, Brian. I don't even want to hear the last song now, honestly. We're all in such a bad mood. Close the deal on shows, Unless you come up with a hip hop song right now. All right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Happy birthday. Just lying in a coffin in my 
Yeah. Thanks, Dave. I farted so loud during that. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. It smells kind of good. Did it. Thank it you guys good, so much. Thank you. Thank you. I was really out. I messed up a lot. Yeah, I know. I heard every fucking. These were the worst. This is the worst thing I've done in a while. <laughs>